I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to another episode of This Might Help with Matt Bronger, the advice podcast that doesn't know why it gives advice, but it might help. Uh, thanks so much for people who called in and uh, the people who continue to listen to uh, this this glorious pink train wreck that I'm that I'm driving down the down the lane. Um, this is a time of high anxiety. That's a that's an evergreen sentence that I can use anytime. Uh, I think in the, the past five years or the next hundred if we make it that far um, but I am chugging along I have gotten the most amazing guests lately and it's been so exciting uh, we had Jonah Ray uh, last week Brian Stips before that uh, thank you for enjoying those and I have a new friend on which for the mighties you the listeners you uh, you know that I love that I love getting to know someone better that I've kind of recently just gotten to know a little bit um, so Atsuko Otsaka, did I get that right? Atsuko Okatsuka. Okatsuka. Atsuko, say it for me. Atsuko Okatsuka. Atsuko Okatsuka. Yeah, or you could stop at Atsuko is what I should have said. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, But I, I just, didn't I, say it. I definitely butchered it horribly, and I'm so sorry. But Atsuko, it is great to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. No problem at all. You know, I... I truly usually do tell people like you could stop at the first name, but then, you know, people are like, Oh, who are you? Madonna. No, 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 I, and I, <laughs> and I always try to, I'm one of those people who if, like, if I go to France, I try to speak French and I shred it. And they always mm. say to my face, like, please stop. You know, it's okay. I speak English. I appreciate the attempt. So what's, what's I, your attempted, what's your go-to French word? Oh, uh, just, you know, like bonjour. Uh -huh. Um, and I will say, you know, like, uh because say like how do i say it? and they'll tell me and then i'll butcher it and um gotcha. yeah but it's I, I feel like it's always it's kind of this it's kind of just taking that step to try yeah uh, kind of thing um no the effort like truly i i appreciated it oh you thank know? you thank and you so much. did the french i think <laughs> i haven't talked to them but yeah. the way you said those two words i felt like i was in paris okay good very yeah cool. <laughs> well, you've been you've been touring like all over the place though weren't you were you in england or i haven't done the international yet no, okay yeah but i've been it feels international seeing mm -hmm. other parts of america so i've been doing that yeah you've been it's been i know it's been heavy i know you just got back from new york i appreciate you jumping on the podcast and 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 rocking with me here uh you're definitely uh uh to use the coin of phrase blowing up for sure which i love wow to see. Cause you're so funny and uh you know i i got it i just i know it's i'm i have a hard time taking compliments too it seems like you might a little bit but you know you created a thing a challenge so to speak mm -hmm. that people are have been doing everywhere and it kind of it's great because my producer was like well does she is it named after her and i'm like no it's just called the drop challenge <laughs> you know me being uh, the 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 clumsy dad here, I'm like, well, it's kind of like a modeling move. <laughs> you know what I hey, mean? Hey, that's kind of cool. I haven't. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people's uh, personal interpretations of it. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, you as a model, of course, we're like, right. it's a modeling move. I can see it as a modeling move. 
it's a um, it's like a it's a pose that's so striking yes striking for anybody to do and so i love that for me mm -hmm. i was like it's kind of like an asian squat which is like oh. throughout if you've ever seen like an asian uncle having a cigarette break yes yeah they're just like squatted down to oh, yeah. to the ground absolutely i mean the the i certainly learned that first time i was in vietnam sitting on the the little stools to like to eat pho and just yeah. being like wow like my knees are around my ears while i'm uh -huh. kind of eating because the stools are about you know because you're a model because you're a model you got them yeah right well you have Long to have, legs. you gotta have those gams you gotta have um thick strong legs to go uh -huh. ahead and do this do the squat you know yes which i that's i think that's the difference maybe culturally i always called it a squat but drop sounds so much more dynamic and and, and someone's you know, someone else said drop. So I was like, oh, I guess that maybe is easier to spell. You know, you really <laughs> I'm going to sound like the lame like TikToker that knows how the algorithm works and <laughs> stuff like that. Or who knows, you know, but yeah, you, you want to make things accessible as yes. much as possible for mm -hmm. like an international audience. So whatever is easier to spell, um, that's what you want to call the challenge. Whatever is easier to replicate, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. Which is wild, but I think we kind of think of that when we do comedy too, and you're touring. Yeah. Right. Yes, I, I definitely um, have way too much kind of superfluous setup when I'm telling stories because I want to share everything, and it's, uh -huh. that's to me, I've got to cut the fat, cut the fat, cut the fat. So that's when I, you know, try to do anything on social social media. I go, oh yeah, well yeah, that's exactly it. Like, how do I get someone get to get this right away? So it's a good exercise. You know, yeah yeah it's been interesting totally and it applies to like joke writing to just thinking about content in general to when you watch movies and tv shows like mm -hmm. that's what what you're watching is like you know the cut that they decided yeah. would be most accessible i think yeah. unless you're in independent film world or something right. unless you're trying to make it hard to understand like the art world then well sure is someone making like pretentious 45 minute TikToks? I don't <laughs> You know, there's like absurdist TikTok, which oh, wow. I love. It's like kind of art school y. Yeah. Oh, where cool. where the cuts don't make sense at all. It's it's pretty random. But um yeah, if it's like if it's like performance art on TikTok. Yeah, oh, I love it, that. I gotta yeah. get into that. It's I'm I'm fully new to TikTok and I got something that went viral and so I've gotten like you know, 24, 25,000 followers in like a couple months, which yeah. uh, I haven't gotten any kind of explosion like that elsewhere. And I'm kind of trying to dig through, you know, it's that thing where it's like turning on the TV and it's like, I have 3000 channels. I don't know what to watch. And it's the same thing for me with TikTok. So that's awesome. I got to look up some absurdist stuff. Yeah. Very. No, totally. Yeah. That's why they serve it to you. Right. Where mm -hmm. they're like, I have a feeling Matt Bronger doesn't know yet. Wait he wants yeah that's true scroll because they up keep, is they it titties no is it puppies no yeah <laughs> they keep showing me stuff that's like kind of aggro and people yelling and they're mad about things or trying trying to do that comedy thing where they just get loud and i'm kind of like yeah well okay i, I like some of that uh -huh. but that's not my whole bag and it's not just comedy so it's right it's it's delving through like you found a way to make your stuff like incredibly personal, funny, uh, and kind of like accessible and endearing all at the same time, specifically the stuff you've done with your family. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I, I really uh, I really dug, and that's how I first learned of you, where I was like, who's this person dancing with the grandmother? <laughs> you know? No, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's funny. It, it's cute, but it's also like, okay, that's hilarious. They're in a supermarket aisle, kind of. Yeah. You know? It's so, and, and like, again, like people will watch it and sort of, I think those are the two main responses. It's like endearing, it's like wholesome mm -hmm. and, and silly and funny and wild. Are they okay? And like the <laughs> wild, are they okay? is like the truth of it all is mm -hmm. like, you know, I make these videos, um, cause we're running from trauma. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, you know, maybe that's why you do stand up or you make certain arts or whatever, you know, and uh, that's definitely in there. If you look hard enough, you'll go, oh, yeah, these two bitches have gone through a lot, you know? Yeah. 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 And so, um, yes, you I'm... know, so here's the weird joy that we're seeing, but it's not conventional. You know what I mean? No, like, it, no it isn't. But it's a celebration of 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 the moments that aren't necessarily traumatic which right. I, I think is wonderful. One of my biggest life's philosophies is you have to give yourself treats. And that uh, too often is people refer to it as like, oh, I'm going to use drugs or I'm going to get drunk or I'm going to whatever. But it's like, there are moments where it's just, no, this is a moment of joy. So let's celebrate this. Let's just sit in this for a moment. Just yeah. like how you have to sit in your sadness or sit in your rage. Um, and so right. you being- Which I'm open. not as good at doing that. Do you do that? Like, you you know, like take five deep breaths or when you're sad, just feel it. You know, if you go through a breakup, feel it instead of just hopping onto the next person. Like, do you do you do that? You take time. Yeah, I, I, I realized I would have been uh, way better served it by uh, my better intentions if I did it when I was younger. I never did it when I was younger. I was Mr. Everything's fine. I don't talk about my problems. I don't want to bother anyone. Um, uh huh. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm so angry right now. I can barely see, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. Zippity doo dah. And mm. all that does is kind of stretch the trauma out further. Um, you know, like last night, my daughter woke us up at three thirty or four in the morning and mm -hmm. wouldn't stop, you know, talking or, and it's cute, but it's like, I'm so tired. Please go to sleep and bring her to bed. And she won't, you know, she does this thing. She's like a tall baby. So she's kind of like grabbing my head and everything. And, you know, and part of you just gets really angry where you just want to just, you want to yell, you know, yeah. shut the F up or whatever. Yeah. But, Why are you so tall? Yeah. <laughs> Who did that? You're too uh, tall. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know the feeling. You know how it is. Yes. You want to scream that? Sure. Right. Same thing. Uh, but it, 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 I find within seconds that goes away. And I just go, look at this realistically. If you need to, you can take a nap later. You will have coffee in a couple hours. She's gonna mm -hmm. go to sleep. You're not getting a good night's sleep tonight. And that's fine. This is a blessing. You know, whereas if I had this kid 10 years ago, I'd probably have to go in the next room and scream or whatever I would have to do. And oh, be, yeah. you know, have this resentment, which doesn't, it, I don't have it anymore. Oh, I see. Interesting. Okay, it sounds like more of an enlightened space you hit. <laughs> slightly what it's i was just, talking about is like embracing the yourself. anger it's being honest with yourself it's kind of like being you know you're you're getting um someone is smacking you around in public and you're going like no no they're just kidding around and your friends are like this person's hitting you yeah that's you know, what i was gonna to, say just admit it i'm not saying hit back just admit this is happening where i would never admit what i was feeling not until honestly probably a couple years into my 40s where i was you know finally just going like okay now you just have to you have to be in therapy. You have to kind of talk to yourself realistically here. Uh -huh. 
And that also means don't put yourself down, you know? Like, right. You know, I mean, you That's are, I, I look at things through, through art a lot. And you're one of those people who you're very unique. You know, I don't see a lot of people out there doing what you're doing. Like just the, you know, I've played Lar Largo a ton of times. I've never seen anyone open a show the way you opened a show. Pure <laughs> you know, and it's like a fun dance and everything. Mm -hmm. And then you do comedies. So it's much more of a kind of a, almost a throwback to the days of Vegas where, you mm -hmm. know, the, 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 the Rat Pack kind of days where it's like, no, 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 you have to be able to tell a story, sing a song well, dance well, you know. Uh, uh, Concert you know, energy. Yeah, be a, be a master of ceremonies for everything. Yeah. And, and juggle or whatever. It's almost like vaudeville and you know, <laughs> your, your online content and things like that. It's, 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 you're just, you're very unique. And I, so I imagine you would try, you know, you talked about it where you, you get there, you get a certain amount of negative attention attracted towards you because, you know, the, like the nail that stands up always gets hammered down or people always mm -hmm. try to hammer it down, you know, to, to yeah. use a metaphor. But I th really think you handle that really well and and kind of you know dust it off and kind of just uh, laugh it off for the silliness it is where yeah yeah for the most part and like i don't get that honestly i truly am such a believer in like your fans reflect your work and what you put out into the world yeah. and so the trolls i only have a couple like most of it's all love and yeah. um folks who gravitate towards that kind of positivity um like jimmy fallon like a jimmy fallon energy you know mm -hmm. is what i like want to put out into the world and um you know it depends on the platform like tiktok's way younger so if yeah. it is if there is a quote-unquote troll it's really basic like are you a boy or girl you know <laughs> yeah and i'm yeah. like okay well you know yeah. I'm not going to take that personally because I think yeah. you're negative four years old, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had something, you know, years and years ago about the, 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 the volunteer work I've done for Planned Parenthood or whatnot. And I had something like a 10 year old boy be like, why are you killing babies? And it's like, <laughs> can't even look, <laughs> just going to let that go, kid. Um, you, yeah. You'll understand my position a little bit later in life and understand, well, to the point, life more at that point for sure for sure yeah although i will get petty as with the with the kid too okay but <laughs> yeah. i'm just saying with this one i was like i think this person's just barely developing a brain are you a boy or girl you know like yeah. it was like literally me dancing and it was like this happy video where it was just emulating joy and then someone watching that the intricacies of it my grandmother is there she's giving her heart out she's opening herself up there's so music is good there's kitchen appliances everywhere to watch that and just be like uh, do you wear a dress or pants you know what i mean it's like i'm i can't help you yeah. i truly can't i think yeah, you have your yeah that's what you took away that's all you took away from yeah you're a fetus like i'm not gonna be mad you know? yeah it's so true and i mean i remember being i you know on the bus with my my mother because she used to take me on the on public transportation to go drop me in kindergarten and then she would go teach and mm -hmm. um i i crowded bus in a full bus i was like mom are we white like I just said, that. <laughs> and the whole bus yeah. is like, oh, all right, I'm listening. And my mom was like, yes, that we are. We're, we're white people, honey. It's, it's a term that's used. And you start crying. <laughs> that would be, oh, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Uh, uh, no, I just, I said, no, we're not. We're beige. 
and that made the whole bus laugh. And I was, <laughs> and, and it, you know, cause I just learned the names of colors. Right. Right. And so, um, it's, it's one of those things where I wonder if I had a video of that, which was just a kind of moment of like a, a child's innocence being kind of like endearing and, oh yeah, we do put these mantles on ourselves, definitions, mm -hmm. labels, and children come along who yeah. are made of innocence and joy and throw them all away. And it's kind right. of refreshing. And so, <laughs> you know, but there'd be someone who's just like that, hey, that dumb kid needs to realize that right. we call each other a certain thing you know it's like really no for sure <laughs> actually you were also displaying more maturity hmm. than you you know the first question if you just left it like that maybe it's very like primal mm -hmm. question you know right. but for you to have been like like oh there's a smarty pant answer to it you know right like i've thought about this and i think it is weird to reduce people down to just four colors you know 100%. like so yeah i i saw yeah like you're you're the opposite of this kid on tiktok that i i'm raising on tiktok <laughs> via my You've content uh-huh sure. yeah okay if that makes you feel better no no I, I no i appreciate that i was not putting myself up as any kind of better example i'm i'm sure i was a complete asshole several I actually was I was you kind know of what it is Matt every example you come up with it's like mm. oh no you're, you're the better version of what we just talked about like where you're <laughs> I like did, I, feel, I, I felt did. this anger you know <laughs> instead of feeling anger for my daughter no. I I uh okay, brush it off and I I've reached enlightenment I'm like okay Matt well th no, that's no. not what I was talking I'm about I was talking mess. about screaming in the other please, room please don't I'm a mess I'm <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to be that fucking uh, shining night on any level at all i mean i'm no so... no no i'm joking but it's good it's because you've like you know yeah well yeah i mean the 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 trauma you've dealt with has been pr primarily f uh familial from what i've understood from your social media and, mm -hmm. and um uh, you know and situation with where i was very um uh kind of like i don't know I guess the term would be heartwarmed. Would that be the term? Uh, when you, I saw you dance with your grandmother and you just started talking about your mother. Mm -hmm, and you were like, mm -hmm. well, some have asked why I haven't done these with my mom and there are good days and there are bad days. And I think that's, I was really touched that you were you know, able to show people that. And, yeah. You know, and be honest about it because, you know, 1000% people have watched those videos and gone, wow, I feel a little less alone because I have the same situation with a family member or a friend or... Mm -hmm you know yeah yeah spouse you know what have you so for sure yeah i think like that's why i got into entertaining and comedy it was because like you know well it saved it helped me it saved me right and so okay. if it could do the same for other people i'm a very open book <laughs> and uh so it you know it was like the perfect place it, yeah other jobs wouldn't let you be this open you would i think i would have been fired right like a yeah. long time ago if it was just like a corporate oh, job sure. oh yeah. sure yeah i mean when i was a bartender or a waiter i'd be like what if i because i would do comedy at like later at night or different nights i wasn't working and be like what if i just said the same stuff i say on stage to like tables and I'd yeah no fired. way you know, and I was never even a blue comic, never filthy or anything, but you know, <laughs> people don't want that level of rawness and, and you know, no, and, especially and, if you're supposed to be like a company person, it's like, right. no, 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 you, what you've amassed a, what a following. Mm -hmm. No, it's nah. about universal studios. You work for universal <laughs> studios. 
you, you know, every social media content, that's your thesis or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law works for Universal. That's why I thought of okay. that because he's very much a company person, company oh, okay. man. Okay. So everything has to be geared towards that. And, and, and comedy is cool because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot can... of people are allowed. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, Doug Stanhope said it best. I think it's the last bastion of true free speech. You can really say anything you want or do anything you want. There might be repercussions from the mm-hmm. crowd or whatever, mm-hmm. but it is, it's, it's kind of pure freedom, at least in terms of what you're expressing. For uh-huh. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, have you seen Paddington bear the either movie? of the movies? Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I feel like Paddington is also another inspiration of mine. Yeah. And if you if you think about it, maybe it makes sense when you look at my content again. Like Paddington's equally silly as, but also he has comes from a very tragic story, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, literally a refugee, Paddington. Right. Yeah. Right? He is, isn't was he? put on a ship, and you know, because his home was destroyed by a hurricane. So his aunt wanted a better life for him, put him on a ship that's going to London. Hopefully a family will take you in, you know, Uh the family renamed him Paddington because his real name was too hard to say. That's an immigrant story. And that's like like me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, being silly and funny and, you know, looking for the positives and everything sometimes gets him in trouble, but you know, the whole town has changed because of him, though. And that, yeah. that's kind of like what I aspired to be as a cartoon bear. Yeah, well, cartoon I mean, British look, bear. You're you're killing it as a cartoon bear, and it's a good point. I don't really think of the your your kind of layabout trust fund kid as bringing everyone together through happiness and joy. You know, that was, you know, what story is time. that? What movie is that? <laughs> there isn't one. I'm saying that doesn't oh. exist. You have to have the person that came through the, oh, sure. the, the meat grinder of life and came out the other side with still a hopeful optimism and good jokes, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm trying and, to can, think of a... and can shake their butt and can dance. So you got to have the whole kind of thing, I think, is, you know, it's like, it's... Maybe that's a movie that needs to be made, yeah. The trust okay. fund kid that does change everyone's minds and save the world. I'm just trying to think, well, Titanic was kind of like that, but... Because she was a trust fund, like she came. Well, from she money. was, yeah. She she kind of realized uh, her 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 privilege was a, was a was a cage in a sense. I think it would have to be, yeah. Say, say your your person that is being shoved into you know the this the 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 square peg in the round hole and being like I don't I'm not like you, Dad, or whatever. Oh, you know what? Then it's it's very self serving. I don't think. Yeah, that no, movie that's does it. Yeah, I'm, I'm she trying lives to and the too. poor guy actually dies. Yeah, yeah, she let him she let him freeze and and drown. That's so, true. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on to our next idea. But like, <laughs> how, how like how are you doing these days? How are you feeling? How's 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 life? Life is good. Life is good. Sort of just like bopping around, figuring out touring, and then being around for mom and grandma. My mom and grandma still. Mm-hmm. So like right now, I have like three days to see them before I'm gone again for oh, wow. you know eight days and stuff like that. And so it's just that balance because they're fine with FaceTime. You know what I mean? It's, but it's, it's way better for an 86 year old and a 65 year old. If you're there in person. Yeah. hundred um, percent. It's like kids. Yeah. It's like kids. Yeah. Yes, it is. They're, they're kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they need physical love. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're used to uh, kind of the, the, 
the rigors of human contact. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, your my generation to one extent, your generation to a huge extent, uh, are are much more, let's say, texters than callers. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, and it's it, and that's fine because I. I have known too many people in my life who, to their own detriment, they can't be alone. You know, they can't be by themselves. Uh -huh. um, I, I, I know I've had friends who are like, just stay in bad relationships or yeah. always have to have someone they're sharing a bed with at night or um, incessantly call people, friends, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's kind of like, well, I think, just think you need to be by yourself for a little while and kind of be comfortable with that. Wow. Wherever. I'm, I'm so not good at being by myself. I'm that no? person. Oh, yeah. interesting. no, I don't think you're that bad though. I really I'm, am. I am that person. I, I, I have to always, I can't be alone with, with my thoughts. Really? Yeah. I have this sort of general sadness around me. Huh. And so, you know, I, yeah, I always need to like, my calendar is always filled and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I also think that's you feeling the need to stay to stay busy and kind of strike while the, while the iron is hot. And I think those would those are not necessarily the same thing, you know. Oh, but you should see me, you know, in a hotel alone at like ten thirty p.m. being like, "No, it's just me and my thoughts. No, <laughs> somebody, I'll just call, you know." But nobody picks up anymore. Why? <laughs> I miss the days that Grandma used to talk about. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, the, she the, said she could just call and people would pick up. Sure, and the whole family's in one room, kind of thing. I could, in the house. Yeah, I could talk to <laughs> ten people at once. You know. Sure, sure. Yeah, that is, and, it. That is that is the the horrible irony of the road. You you entertain people. Um, you know, and you're in a crowded room full of people, and you're making them laugh, and you go back to the hotel, and you're by yourself, and you just have your thoughts, and you just have. Yeah. I mean, I. I, you were you were such a sweetheart when I got off stage at the Elysian and I'd said a couple things that lost the audience completely. And I want them back <laughs> to an extent, uh -huh. you know. But it's mm -hmm. like, I just, I'm going to be me and I'm not one of those people who um, is, I'm not looking to push buttons or trigger anyone. I'm not, not that guy. But if I'm in a kind of a strange area, I'm going to make fun of the things around me that I sure. find yeah, you know, a little odd, not in a negative way. No, of course, like of course. You're being a comedian. Yes. So I kind of lost a couple people and a couple people had crossed arms and things. And I feel like I want them back. But I got off stage and you're like, good set. And you were sincere. And I did that thing that and we've talked about this, but that I, mm -hmm. I, I hate that I that I, I thought I was done with being like, oh, thanks. But I just eh. and it's like, why am I whining to this person? Why? You know? No, but you I, could do that. That's your like truth. And I get it. I get it. But it is, it's, it's such a, I don't know. It's, it, I feel like at a one, you just take the compliment. Just be like, oh, thanks. And then if the conversation continues, you can be like, you know what I felt like though? <laughs> then, you know, but I feel sure. like I was knee jerk as if I was saying to you, you know, no, no, you're wrong. But maybe no. that's the only opportunity sometimes for us comedians before we get in our car for a very lonely, long drive right. with just the radio in our heads is uh, the thoughts in our heads. You know, sometimes that interaction is the only time you're kind of like workshopping and yes. workshopping your feelings about what you just did and the jokes. And and so, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know what you, you maybe you sit OK with your alone some fine 
But that's why, like, I have to go talk to the fans after my shows. I just want to hang out. I want to hang funny. out with I them. Used to, I used to really treasure my alone time and run away, and now I don't run away. And it's been so much better for my mental health. Taking pictures with people and saying goodbye and saying, being able to look at them and go, hey, thank you. Now that we're mm -hmm. on the same level here, I'm not in an elevated space. I'm not holding a microphone. Thanks for coming. And people yeah. are like, so they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And and they take pictures with me and, and it's and it's nice. And I don't just mean it's great for my ego at all. I, I mean, it's just nice to connect with human beings, especially after all we've kind of uh, been through. So I think that's that's a smart thing, even if just marketing standpoints, people take pictures with you and they post <laughs> it on Facebook. So you're smart. Well, yeah. also sometimes, you know, because you're right, the show's not over. The show shouldn't be like you pour your heart out to an audience and then darkness. Yeah. Right. Go back to your hotel room, you know, eat the $20 candy at the stand because you were too lazy to go get Always. candy from a store. You yeah. know, I, that shouldn't be. It just goes into darkness, silence, yeah. just your, you and your head now. Like, keep the energy going. You can keep the show going for as long as, you know, the, the last person is still there that you talk to or whatever. And then after, you know, it, it, it lets you wind down yeah um and also sometimes they give you cool tags by accident yeah absolutely an inspiration for other stories and jokes and uh yeah bits yeah. that you you haven't written yet what's a what's an interaction you had with a fan that really stood out like they gave me a tag or no oh, no, 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 no just hi. like someone yeah. was um that stood out yeah like a yeah. funny experience or something because i i've seen you with fans and mm -hmm. uh, you get a lot of women that are losing their minds to actually meet you and talk to you, which I think was, I would just got such, I got such a charge out of seeing that and things, but maybe someone was a little too uh, excited or um, familiar yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, well, one time, like, you know, sometimes uh, like me and my husband, we'll get like a, like an offer, you know, I'll be your third kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I say sometimes it was literally like once <laughs> and only because like, Oh, I didn't know I had involved my husband in this kind of thing by wow. me just performing or, you know, me talking about him or me putting him on my socials. I've mm -hmm. put him in danger <laughs> No. Where, <laughs> not danger but you know where i'm like oh shoot yeah like everyone's in the equation now someone mm -hmm. might be like give this to grandma um <laughs> oh, someone yeah. might be like i want to fuck you and your husband you know <laughs> kind of thing yeah um and it's part of being an open book right like as comedians yeah. like people uh you know feel like okay there's no wall between us like we're friends yeah. you yes. know yeah, yeah i've definitely had that proposition to be the third um mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. a lot of other comedians i know have you know because we're and it's odd it's funny this is the first time i've heard someone go i'll be your husband and your third um uh -huh. because <laughs> you know because it's just us up there your husband isn't on stage with you he is right. in spirit when you're telling a story or an observation uh -huh. um but you're not marty and elaine up there doing <laughs> the freaking show together kind of thing and uh, and they're like, wow, I want to have sex with both those people, kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's it's, I think that's a little more like that. That to me, I heard that it just was funny and cute. But where I've been in 
like Huntsville, Alabama, and uh-huh. someone's like, "Hey, me and my wife think you're pretty great. You wanna? What do you think of my wife?" And I'm like, "I, I want to." That's the moment. <laughs> like, I want to be alone so bad. I want to go back to my hotel room, twenty dollar <laughs> candy, and be alone so bad right now. Like, thank you, no. Yeah, that sounds horrifically awkward and uncomfortable. And I'm married, and you know I'm married. You've heard my jokes, you know, like so. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's because that's like a, an additional clocking in. It's like I just performed for you. I was generous, <laughs> and now I have to perform again. It's like a, a fucking double shift. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, like for pay maybe, but like that is why it's nice when it's a gift where it's like I'm I want to gift myself to you. Yeah, you know? that's where sweet. It's like thanks. Yeah, like you acknowledge that like I need off. You yeah, know? and I'm guessing this was a woman who propositioned you. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. That would be very odd if it was a man. Hey, <clears throat> a big yeah. fan of you. <laughs> I know, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, maybe there's nah. sweetie men out there too like that, you know? That's cool, man. Everyone else thinking... is waiting for a picture. Is like, dude, you got to go. You really have to get out of here. <laughs> You've made all of us uncomfortable. <laughs> do you know, do you know what like your demographic tends to lean? Is it like, half and half men women is it like you know it, i wish it was half and half it's much more men i it's, I, okay. I really am working on getting more women to come to shows and and but i do have a huge female contingent who will drag their boyfriends or mm-hmm. you know brothers or husbands to the show who don't know me who honestly don't really watch comedy a lot of it is what you call your female comedy nerd i had one who she brought her boyfriend who was a thousand percent a joe rogan guy and like okay. you know had had the t-shirt on was like a muscular guy had t-shirt on that said like lions not sheep and right was like <laughs> and like he had fun but he could he was kind of looking at me like uh like he wished i was someone else like he wished he was like uh, he was like that's a beta yeah <laughs> yeah right whatever yeah, yeah exactly you <laughs> know i wish he wasn't such a cuck though <laughs> yeah you know but that's it's you know i i mean i i basically sell your your two to three hundred seaters and so it's but i do see i i will say it's i would say probably 55 or 60 percent dudes but it's not mm-hmm. you know it's not 90 10 which i which i'm yeah. very happy about well that then because then that might get that's when you it might get scary you know or like yeah and, and, wild, and, 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 it's also, <laughs> and it's also i get nervous if it's all men or it's all mm-hmm. white or mm-hmm. it's all, you know, I have a joke about that in my act where I'm just like, <laughs> weird that a ton of white people make me feel weird, but I have no problem with like the continent of Africa or South Asia or, you know, like, uh-huh. like all <laughs> one, what you call a race, you know what I mean? Like all one color, that's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I'm racist. Maybe I'm, <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, it, it, it is, it is that thing. I do love the fact that I have a huge LGBTQ uh, fandom where it's kind of like, I've like, you know, I say in my act, I'm like, uh, brown gals, brown guys, non brown Aries, you know. Like, <laughs> Amazing. I love so that. Stupid. That's a good shirt. But it's like, that would be a good shirt. But like, yeah. I, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. So I had, you know, these kinds of, you know, people that now are looked at as new, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak, in the, in the, in the national landscape, in the world landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were always around. Kind yeah. of it was, it was looked at as more of a deviant lifestyle. But mm. you didn't have the level of persecution that even now people get, which I was very, you know, very lucky to have because it is kind of like a, at least it was kind of a city of refugees from the rest of the country where like really yeah. weird artists would be like, I'm just 
want to live here and make I money. know. I know. Yeah, every time I'm in Portland. Or whatever they want to do kind of thing. So, you know. But For yeah, sure. I've been I've been lucky that way. Your your content to 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 and to to answer your question with a question, I would guess your your audience is predominantly female. Would that would that be correct? Yeah, I yeah, we just like looked it up and it's seventy five percent women mm-hmm. and then twenty five percent men. Um and yeah, and it's usually queer men. Okay. Um, which, you know, for me, I'm like, that's chill. I mean, I'm awesome. like, guys, don't be shy. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, guys, don't be shy. But, you know, eh, that that makes me feel pretty chill. Yeah. Like, after shows, you know, where I'm yeah, like. You feel, you feel safe. You know, it's yeah. very, it's no very, offense. very hip. Yeah. yeah. No that's offense. Great. But a little bit, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So uh, let's get to the calls. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get asked advice? in general i think no people give me advice (laughs) like unsolicited and i take it but (laughs) i'm kind of you know i'm kind of like people see me as like a child you know i think they yeah otsuko needs help you know that kind so yeah rare no people never go otsuko is the one that will know how adult life works so but yeah that i've done adult i've done uh uh advice podcasts (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing about this show is it's very I came up with the idea because I, I would base my advice based on my own life mistakes mm-hmm. and be like you might because I, I, I do feel like your imagination is far worse than what's going to actually happen. Typically, you know, yeah. uh, where you're you're like you go into the doctor and they're like, well, we're going to give you a shot. And you're like, I'm so scared. And it's not that bad kind of thing. Um, for sure. Same for thing sure. for the future where like once you're in it. You will cope. You will find strength you didn't think you had. And that's not necessarily adult. That's just life, you know? So just don't feel any compunction to take any of these calls seriously. We have two calls and then there's one right in and and that's it. So if you're ready, we'll roll the first call. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Matt, this is Constance. And I have a question, I think, Only you can answer. Um, I was reading something the other day, and someone was talking about showing some love, and that kind of triggered a memory in me because I I think when I've been to like like comedy clubs and stand up, when people talk about like show some love, they're talking about applause, right? But yeah, in like a strip club isn't that like a euphemism for tip your dancers am i wrong i feel like i'm wrong but you were the first person i thought of who could have a definitive answer for me so anyway love your show i hope everything's going great for you and um thanks for any info you have i appreciate it bye Thank you, Constance. Uh, a little vague, okay. a little vague. Uh, <clears throat> she didn't get um, it. Go ahead. That you can. So I'm gonna let you take this because you only you no, can no. answer. No, you know the no. strip world. You know the comedy world. <laughs> you are the person <laughs> that sort of marries the two worlds together. Do you go to strip clubs? Yeah, I yeah I have. 
Yes. I haven't as much during the pandemic. Sure. Same. Same. Um, but you know, yeah, mm. like she was so confident. You'd know this. Well, so I'm not going to take that away from her. You know what? You know, all it is, it's like I'm from Portland <laughs> and there's more strip clubs per capita there than anywhere else in America. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up thinking every bar had a naked lady in it when I was a kid. That's what I would say. <laughs> uh, but like it, 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 it's just it was just part of the culture. But like in terms of I mean, I think it's kind of a vagarism. What what constance to talk directly to you about show your love? Are you worried someone's going to ask you to throw money on the stage if the person's a comedian, or someone's like you're not being affectionate enough to your aunt, so give her five dollars? I I don't. It's like I'm not really sure what the question really meant, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, maybe what the term show the love means if you're in if you're a dancer, at uh, a club versus. A comedian who's asking for claps or mm -hmm. laughter. Is well, that I, think right? I would think it would be probably the host. Be like, oh, uh -huh. everyone, Atsuko, you know, here she is. Show her some love. And right. like, you know, really give it up because it is the, the audience is as important, if not more important than the actual performer to create the, the atmosphere. So it's like, show some love. Clap yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I think you would still do it in Cheers and Clubs too. Yeah, right at but a strip club. Maybe we can start something here where we would get money thrown at us. I mean, you have bills to pay. I have bills to pay. I tried that at one of my shows. Okay, uh, there. Tell the story, please. No, no, it's no where I I like planted it and I was and I was like you know okay um, does anyone have like a like five dollars or like who has like money if you can just kind of like throw it at me and my husband if you could just maybe film it <laughs> it was just like for this video and then okay. yeah oh, it, i just okay. wanted to feel what it felt like to have money thrown at you sure. i returned all the money too so oh, it's a very loser exercise <laughs> it was a losery exercise to do uh, yeah but I'm, it I'm, didn't make me feel good when money was being thrown yeah, I mean, I, I think about there were comics that I would open for when I was starting out in kind of the 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 fun but dark early days playing these terrible, mm -hmm. terrible bars and rooms. And there mm -hmm. people that, you know, talk about how, how many drugs they do or how fucked up they get. And people would throw pills or weed on stage and stuff. Oh, got you. And yeah. I remember being, you know, I was younger and a little more wild and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But then the more <laughs> I thought about it, I was like, no. No, because that's awful. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know what's in that pill. You can't take that pill. They, yeah, they want to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get wary. People will bring me brownies or cookies, and I'll eat them. I think about it in the hotel room by myself later. I'm right. Like, I don't have to buy the twenty dollar bag of peanut M and M's we've been talking about from the hotel. Yes. <laughs> but I'm like, I do think I'm like, what if this is full of cyanide or LSD? Totally. I have, I have a flight in five hours. This. <laughs> This would not be good. <laughs> yeah, where they're just like pushing you towards the darker, you know, they're uh -huh. just, yeah, like you were great. That was awesome. Die, die, die. Like that's pretty much what's happening. <laughs> that's the best you'll be. I want to collect you in my mind and you never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever kill, get. kill, kill. Yeah, kill. I want to take all, everything. Yeah, here's, here's things that I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Put it in your mouth. Now, <laughs> try it. What do you hate me? Here's yeah. a fentanyl cookie. Let's go. Enjoy. You, uh, 
do uh uh do, do you are you cool with getting like treats with getting like people bringing cookies or anything after the shows or that's why like it's my husband does come on the tours with me because i am i am very like paddington bear very like i trust you i am kind of like naive i want to see the good in everyone so like one time my husband wasn't around quick enough where i was i finished the show and huh. um someone came up on stage with a boba tea with a straw in it already and kind of just gave it to me and i was talking to everyone still on, on the mic saying like thank you so much for coming someone gave me the boba tea thank you and it was just instinct i just started drinking it and eating it and i'm being like uh -huh. okay and thank you to those people and, so, and i had like drank half of it by the time like you know i said my goodbyes and my husband was just like hey next time like let's just like not just put things in your mouth that some stranger gave you and so yeah yeah that's definitely a a, a huge concern for women you know i i uh, yeah i one of my favorite bands is a band called summer cannibals and they're all almost all female like metal band uh and i they played la and i came to the show and the lead singer and I were talking by the merch table and she had a beer and I had a beer uh -huh. and I, and it was just kind of sitting there and it wasn't open. And I was like, are you taking that home? Like just you know, oh. fun. And she was like, I just don't open it when there's a lot of crowds around here. Cause I can't see if someone put something in it. And it just kind of, it broke my heart for, for life to be mm. like, God damn, you know, cause like everything it's so imbalanced towards men. I'm sitting there with a pint of beer that you could throw a Twinkie in. Like anything, <laughs> it's such a big glass, you can throw anything. I kind of wish there. someone would try. <laughs> that would be cool. If it You're won't so hurt funny. you, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want maybe you could try yeah. that next. But time. you know, someone, you know, I'm saying someone could just have a, a, a equally, you know, a tall glass of heroin and just dump it in there, and I would, <laughs> and I would, you know, have a cardiac arrest after a couple sips. But like, you know, she's yeah. got this tiny can of right. like Miller Lite that she can't, she doesn't feel comfortable opening because there's all because she's just this tiny yeah. woman, you know, it's just like, ugh. but yeah, you're, it's, it sucks, but your husband is probably right where it's kind of like, maybe. You know, right, right, right. I was like, oh shit. Well, I mean, I already drank half of it. Can I finish we're already it? There. So yeah. I'm just, let's just make sure finish it. <laughs> why don't we handcuff to each other? And then, you know, if I pass out, you can just throw me in a car to, with you and we'll go. Yeah, there. totally. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Um, I hope that answered your question, Constance. I think, Constance, we did the best. Uh, Twinkies, the, 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 the beers Matt drinks are Twinkie size. Yeah, so throw, like, throw a Twinkie. The width in. of a Twinkie. And if you bring Atsuko something, make sure the top is closed. <laughs> um, so someone wrote in and said, uh, I, love, I love your comedy and your art. That's nice. And yes. To you. This is to you. Oh, oh, oh. To you. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. Um, uh, weird question, but how did you find your voice? And that's not a weird question. That's really nice. So that's, that's something I would be curious to know too. Like, how did you find you, you seem very in touch with who you actually are on stage and you're also very young, which is an mm. odd combination. Mm. I feel like most of us comedians start out where you can watch them and go, oh, they're doing, they're doing oh. Maria Bamford. Oh, they're doing Chris Rock. Oh, they're doing, you know, yeah, I don't watch yeah. you and go, oh, they're doing. I'm doing, I go, oh, this person's doing, you know, Atsuko. I tried so. to do other people initially, actually. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all yeah. do. 
I try to sound like Tig Notaro, you know. <clears throat> it took a while, actually. Like, I was talking to Mike Birbiglia, mm-hmm. who um, loves talking process and finding voice yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, and he was reiterating, like, um, I forget who says it. Ooh, I kind of forget who says it. But it's like, it takes 10 years, about 10 years to find your voice. Yeah, that's right. I'd agree. And that, that sounds, that's that's right. Like, you know, I first started like 11 years ago, stand up. Mm. But I kind of wanted to like, make sure like I was playing it safe. So I still went to like grad school and, you know, and so I couldn't play with it as much. Um, but I was like a cheerleader in high school. I went to art school. Wow. I, I made independent films, you know, and I list these things and it's like, oh, and no wonder I had a hard time finding my voice. None of those things match like, you know, from- Oh, but that's, I would disagree. I feel like you kind of have to go scattershot to kind of find your thing. Sure. That's to, true. Yeah. To, to have the real part of you come out. I mean, I have a bit about how for me, a lot of it was being the class clown in school, but then also working jobs. I didn't want to work. Where, yeah, 100%. Bad you know, jobs kind of made me connect with other human beings and be, at one point I was accidentally funny where like it was so, I was so busy as a bartender, I couldn't, like sweat had gone in my eyes and I couldn't see. And this <laughs> asshole was like in front of me somewhere and he goes, the fuck am I invisible? And I said sincerely, who said that? And, like, <laughs> and it was one of those things of just like, okay, you can, you don't think about how you can, you can, um, you can lessen everyone's stress, including your own, by being funny. Yeah, yeah. No, Just props to that. That's really, by the way, that was really funny. I love Thanks. it. Wish I could have been there. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad I won't ever see that because now you're living your dream, you know, not yeah, to sweating in your eyes, you know. Right. At a, at a bar. Yeah. Now it's only if I'm doing terribly and I'm sweating so much on. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Um, yeah, that is that is one of those things that thankfully has gone away too. Where I'm just like, you know, if I'm not connected, you don't sweat as much anymore as a human. I don't, well, yeah, I just person. don't take it that hard. I'm just like, you know what? Oh. I, you know, I feel like John Candy in planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm like, you know what? Poke fun, but I like me. <laughs> I think you have to. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And so, so it's interesting for you. It was like doing things you know, you and realizing you don't want to be there. You don't want to do these mm-hmm. things. that really helps embrace the things that you do like and you do you know and then and then being funny to try to like lessen the pains of that that helps isn't that what you've done too like like example for you would be your videos where you're like there's a situation that i'm dealing with that my family is dealing with but now we're gonna dance you know yeah no for sure it's a it's a celebration of making it through and you know of being silly for the sake of of joy which is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, for sure. I mean, it did take like a lot of um, and and people will tell you if you're being inauthentic too, so that helps. Yeah, I'm, they really will. <laughs> well, I'm very much like you know, I used to. I'm kind of like I have to like post things, put things out there, and um, you know, and fail sometimes in front of a bunch of people uh-huh. uh, to be like, oh, you you that video had one like, okay. Yeah. And then I can think about it and be like, why? Oh, it's because I was trying to be like someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a front facing, you know, talk about the daily news kind of thing because I saw someone else do that. And I was like, oh, I loved watching that. That was cool. I want to do that. 
but no. maybe that's not me. No, you know? yeah, my mother is very politically involved with things, and she's like, "Why don't you do more political stuff in your act?" I'm like, "Mom, I'm not good at it. I know people who are good. <laughs> at it. I get too right. mad, and then when you get very angry, sometimes the, there's no joke there. You're just you're you're just pissed off in front of an audience, and you're and you're going rah rah rah, and you know, yeah, people are just yeah. what you call clapter, where it's like we're not laughing, we agree with you, and it's like, uh, that's not right. I'd rather tell them a story about something incredibly stupid I did in public and people identify yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's just, that's much more my wheelhouse than it's mine. good to know. Yeah. It's good to know what you like, who, what you like to talk about, maybe what you're good at. Mm -hmm. It's good to know your interests. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Cause then it would suck, right? Like what if you didn't like start talking about politics and like, you're not, maybe particularly into it as much yeah and then like the wrong person with the right power sees you and now you're just a political comedian and now you yeah. tour as a political you know what i mean it would suck to tour and be known and get really really big for something that's not authentic to you does that that's make exactly sense? right and 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 the more you know as people get older they change you know yeah if they're smart they do and yeah and and I know so many comics who are known as like the party guy or whatever, and people will, you know, f friends of mine. I mean, I did that too, where people would mm -hmm. be like, oh man, do you and your friends get together and get fucked up? And I'm like, no, you know, we, we <laughs> it's like, that was a long time ago. That was back when I had a roommate. That was back when I was working in a bar and I was 27. Right. It's like, right. this is a different, you know, like, no, you know, I'm a dad now. I still do <laughs> silly things, but it's, you know, you're, you're, I, I had a guy talk about one of my specials who came to my, my Ann Arbor show last weekend and he was like, whoa, he's like, in that special, you're talking about how you just broke up with your girlfriend, you don't have any kids. <laughs> your act has really changed. I'm like, well, to be fair, that special is from 2015. So yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's good to change. Like you should change. Yes, yes, of course. Absolutely. You should ch and I get it. Some people are like, oh, that brand that I was known for. And, uh -huh. and you know, and going back to like, sometimes the brand, what is it like, uh, uh, forces you in a direction that maybe you're not, it's not quite you. Like, right. I think like the Beastie Boys had that, right? Where they yeah. were like, it's like, it was like a little satire making fun of that kind of party bro culture. Oh, yeah. But then they realized like, oh, people think we're actually like this. And it's like propelling people to play our songs while they like, I don't know, act like fucking bros. And that's not yeah. what we were trying to do yeah. um, kind of thing. You know, sometimes that happens where it's like, that's your content, mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. I mean that, I mean, boy, that's a perfect example. I was just thinking about them the other day because they were supposedly like Rick Rubin was like, he was the one who put all this, all the kind of casual misogyny in their act where it's, oh, like, sure. mm -hmm. this will sell records. Right. And these are guys who lived in the East Village and had all kinds of female friends. And I know. all of a sudden they're just like do, doing these songs and, and, you know, just being, like you said, like the bro culture of, of just crushing beer cans and, and putting chicks down and jumping around the stage with a giant inflatable penis, which yeah. Eurasia did the same thing, but it was a lot less, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was for the boys. Uh, but like it, it <laughs> 
it's it's one of those things where they kind of came of age and they're like, what are we doing? Let's let's yeah. talk about what we really like and what we who exactly. we really are. And when you yeah yeah, that, you're typically not authentic. Um, but that's not anyone's fault. You know? And that change is awesome yeah. because like your old fans will stay with you mm-hmm. and, you know, be down with the change for the most part. And also new audiences will find you too. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So we have yeah. one more call. Okay. And, yes. And, and yes. then you're free to go. I appreciate you sticking with me and rolling with me on this and coming back from New York, which is a very long flight and Ryan helping out. And I, it's just, I'm just touched. So this is really, <laughs> um, okay. So if you're ready, we'll roll the call. Okay. Uh, yes. As a uh, former employee of the King, uh, of course, you know, the Burger King, that is, uh, just how squirrely can a man's eyebrows get in his mid-40s before they become a problem? I prefer a female's point of view on this, but then again, uh, elaborate. Okay. I don't know why he put a, a, a weird accent on, but he, <laughs> he, he used to work at Burger King, and he's asking us about eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. We both have a have a distinct perspective. I took I took the point on the first one, so you take uh-huh. the point on this one, and then I'll I'll chime in. But I'll take um, yeah, I'll do it. But I you know what what was the eyebrow thing like that? It was it was when when is it too long? Was that the question? How, how like how squirrely? And I would I would expand upon that to say, like how squirrely can they get? But I would expand upon that to say like like for what are your experiences or people in the know? that you might know about mm-hmm. about eyebrow care cuz i'm i'm very curious about that you have great eyebrows they're distinct oh, they're thick they are like you can draw them you know on, <laughs> on like if someone's drawing you uh so i have bangs over my eyebrows okay because you, my i have no eyebrows uh-huh. i have to put on this serum to make them thicker mine oh. are so thin this is thicker hmm. than what it used to look like which is non-existent almost so um they they look very clear to me and very they just look like trimmed eyebrows to me so thank you i don't want you to feel self-conscious i'm just being honest i don't feel no i don't feel self-conscious i i put this thing on that makes them grow it's pretty pretty wild it's like matisse or something Mm -hmm. um who knows maybe like in five years they'll realize it causes cancer or something (laughs) i don't know it's this product and uh um yeah, my husband has eyebrows like yours where, okay. you know, he does have to like trim them on the sides. Yeah, I learned to, I can't trim mine because I kind of messed them up once. And so I let my barber trim them and he does oh, a cool. great job, uh, my hairstylist. And um, yeah, but I couldn't get a haircut appointment. I have to go once a month, but yeah. I, just got, I just got a haircut yesterday. So we just, that's why they look probably look okay. They just got trimmed literally last night. Um, but up until then, I was just like wetting them down because I had this gross, like this, like exp- it looked like a little tree, like exploding out the side, and it was awful. Like once you it's, hit forty, hair just yeah. goes nuts in weird areas, and it's so bad. Um, Is that what they're talking about with the squirreliness? I think so. He's probably asking what he can expect. I would say just, just honestly, pay attention to it. Two things I didn't pay enough attention to being a man of, of my age in the last couple of years um look out for hair growing out of your nose your ears watch your eyebrows and take care of your skin i literally started using a moisturizer probably three years ago and that's wow. insane insane you just count on because i've always had good skin but you just count on you always oh, i'm always gonna have it 
which is of course just male privilege. You're just like, it's fine. It'll fix itself kind of thing. Um, I am always like shocked at how not so dry, like a lot of guys are for how much they just don't put lotion on. Like, um, and you know, like you don't look wrinkly. It's weird. It's like, oh, you know what? I think the body does start like producing natural oils and stuff if you don't use lotion. Right. I think- Yeah, you know how some people don't shampoo, for example. It's like a lifestyle where your own natural hair oils will start cleaning it out or some stuff like that. Uh So maybe that's what was happening. But, you know, now that you've discovered lotion, yeah, you're not, you shouldn't go back. No way. And I don't want to. And it makes me feel better. I I do feel like that your theory is probably sound, but I think at, at what cost? Anytime your body is doing a thing it shouldn't have to do like yeah extra you know <laughs> energy another, and powers there, yeah. yeah there's a, there's another part of your body that's like hey we needed that it's like why why when you totally that's why you, they're tired the people yeah. i'm talking about they're tired they're, they're always tired. in they're bed always tired <laughs> they, they just hang out in the sun too much and they never put on sunscreen and yeah, yeah their body's always like working hard to uh-huh. pr- produce natural lotion and then yep. so yep. they don't have time to hang you know their, their vitamin c tank is always on e it's really yeah totally so yeah <laughs> so i hope that answers your question burger king man with weird accent um yes. so is there anything before we go you would like to plug that you would like the listeners to know about this will come out uh next week uh, Thursday, so a week from tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just like on tour. Go to otscolive.com for where I'm going to be. Yeah, and I'm just on socials as Otsko Comedy. Uh, awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for coming on and thanks for Thank you so spreading much. your unique brand of joy and give my love to the rest of the family. Will you? I will. Lots of love. Okay, take care, Otsko. Bye. Bye-bye. That was absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you get a chance to see Atsuko uh, on stage live, it is a glorious experience. It's dancing, it's stories. It's just She's just such a master. Um, so check her out. Uh, I've got a ton of great guests coming up and I know you need some kind of advice. So leave me a message. We're trying to bank these calls. Don't hesitate. Just call in for your old pal, Brong Brong. Call 323-763. 0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. Thanks and enjoy your day. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.